Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I have a large torso. Not large, long. If my legs match my torso, I'd be eight feet tall. <laughs> I have a long torso also. Our kids didn't stand a chance. I'm surprised they have legs at all. Did you know that I had a large torso when we first met? Long? Long. Uh, I mean, I just thought your arms were long. I didn't realize. Should we put this on the podcast? You think? <laughs> no. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Mark and Heidi, the other D'Amelios. How are you, Heidi? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. So I don't know if it made the cut, but I have a long torso. I know that. And I also do. I, you know what I remember? When I, was, when I was in dance, when I was a kid, every year, whenever they would measure for costumes, they measure your torso, which is like from like you're growing and then it goes over your shoulder, back around and meets in the middle. And the, the, um, tape measure the fabric tape measure never it didn't touch and that was when i was like wait did you say groin 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 i don't know how to say that word groin i don't i think it's an o and an i growing 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 groin 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 injury a groin you remember that one that and our listeners are not going to. That no. was cheers, by the way, folks out there for all of you. Cheers, I don't even remember that. Thirteen, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. Okay, I'll oh, just trust you. We're way off topic. So I know that when I we got a lot of things to talk about today. We just got back from a trip, but I know when I was younger, my waist size was smaller than my length. I remember when I was a twenty-eight. Oh, 27, like 30. Like for jeans. <laughs> then I got a 28, 30. And now I passed, I remember 30, 30. That was a good one. Now I'm 36, 30. Well, I'm in your defense, you have short legs because your torso is so long. I know. At some point, yeah. Had you been. I wish I was 36, 36. Oh my. I, that would, you would be very lengthy. Um, so, Hey, we just got back from a, from a trip. We went around and I don't think people want to hear about like, all the details. I just think we should go over the bullet, the, the, the bullet points, the big things. The food. <laughs> the food. Yes. Yes. Wait, let me ask him. Did you travel? When did, I know you went to Korea when you were younger, but did you 20, travel? I was 25 when I went to Korea. No, I mean, just like regionally, like in the South and like mid, like we, I think, I think we went to Pennsylvania one year. For, my dad coached my sisters in softball, so they traveled. 
And I believe we went to Pennsylvania once. Um, I don't even remember where Nationals was. We went to Nationals six times. I think it was Oklahoma. So not like a lot and not outside of the country. Yeah, I think for us, we went when I was really young, like probably two, I went to Puerto Rico on vacation. And I have pictures of that. I don't know if I actually remember that or I just remember the pictures. And then we went to we went to Florida a couple of times. And then that was it all the way till college. And then I went to spring break in Florida a couple of times. But I didn't really start traveling the U.S. heavily until work. Oh, right. Because you would go all over. That's kind of nice to have a job because your sales meetings would be in different places for different lines you repped, right? Yes. So you would go to like different parts of the country, which is... Which is kind of nice because you're like going, even though it's work, you get to see like other parts of the country without having to take the week off. And then we used to go, you and I used to go to Montreal. I was, used to do and the girls. in Montreal and that was a lot of fun. Shout out to Canada. Yeah. Montreal was cool. So That was fun. So and we then, just got back from uh, a European trip where we went from Paris to the south of France in Grasse. And then we went to uh, Monte Carlo. Naples, Rome, back to Paris, and back home. Did I miss? And we anything? hit Capri and Positano in the Positano. middle. Positano. That was cool, man. Yeah, I've never. Okay, so generally, so people, if they don't know us, know that these are the kind of vacationers we are. Um, we're not big planners. We like to sit, like by a beach or by a pool, and chill. We're not seeing museums and doing all the things. I did go on a trip one time with Helen to Chicago. We went to see Oprah. We won tickets. And she booked us a whole itinerary was situated with museums and this and that. And I'd never done that before. And I was, I didn't want to be rude because she was so excited to go do those things. But I was like, this is so not my style. But I did it anyway. And I was so happy I did. I learned so much about Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I think I used to go to museums, especially living in New York. When I traveled, I went to a museum in Madrid and I saw um, so you've been to the Spain. Picasso piece Guernica, which is pretty amazing. Um, I like the problem is when you go to when you travel, most of the museums are really crowded. So even when we went, we're trying to get into the Louvre and you kind of need reservations mm -hmm. and we didn't. So I, I miss the Mona Lisa. I've been to Paris twice. Haven't haven't been able to see her yet. I heard she's smaller than you think. That's what I heard also. That's what is I she heard. square? Because I feel like everything I've seen, she's like like square, tall. like outdated. No, like <laughs> it's a square painting. But I feel like everything I see online, I don't know. I could be wrong. So, do you wish you had more time? I do like we were gone a long time. I know. Do you wish you had more time to see? How would you have done it differently? Let's go about oh, that. We I traveled. We were a day here, two days there. We're so, boom, okay. boom, bing, bang, bomb. We were going. We're out. When this trip was being planned, there were certain things like Dixie had work. Dixie had uh, Paris Fashion Week. She had things to do with Valentino. Charlie had things to do. She had work in South of France. So it kind of was uh, pl planned around those things. So, and I had work in Monte Carlo because I'm a fan of gambling and there was a really cool casino there. Yes, so I so had to do you my had, work there. You had your work to be done. Um, I did not do did well you earn, with that work. Did you earn money at nope, that work? Nope. <laughs> that was a non-for-profit situation. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry for your loss. Yeah, um, it's okay. Well, so that being said, we 
it it caused a situation that we were moving around. So we were a couple days here, a couple days here. Now, when we, I don't know, what kind of traveler are you guys out there? Like, we like to unpack and we move into the hotel with everything's in the drawers. Like, we do all the things. We hang up all the clothes. Now, I was like, how are we going to do this every two days? So, or every two or three days. So we were anticipating like already, like, oh, how are we going to do this? And I don't know. I first, my big takeaway is I've learned a lot about packing and all the do's and don'ts in this one trip, which is great because you know what? Sometimes you have to go through those things to get better at things. So, I mean, the packing and unpacking was a lot, but um, I wouldn't have changed it. I'm, I'm so glad we did that. The moving around and see, getting to see all the things. Cause I feel like we did a lot in each one of those places that we were. So I wouldn't have wanted to stay longer. Yeah. I will never bring two suitcases again anywhere. <laughs> you had those giant suitcases too. And it's just like, I, I think, I don't know about anyone else out there, but for me, I could wear one or two pair of jeans, a denim color, a blue color, a black color, and I'm good. A couple pairs of shoes. And then guys could wear t-shirts and blazer and jackets. I wore the same jacket a few times. And I didn't want to iron all my shirts, so they just kind of stayed there. So I learned a lot. I'm packing light. If people say I wear the same things in certain pictures, so be it. Yeah, I, th I mean, we definitely, like, I had looks put together for like different things because there were certain things we were going to that we knew we'd be going to so I had certain looks for that which kind of what I would do is my the shoe situation I would do a better job like I had two pair of white sneakers and I shouldn't have done that I had three pair of black heels black strappy heels I shouldn't have done that so I mean I could do better but I do like wearing all the different outfits so Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I like the fact that you guys get your kind of take a photo of your outfits and and plan certain things. I'm going to, I'm going, I don't know if I'm going to take photos of my outfits, but I'm definitely going to oh, yeah. put so things that, together. To, to explain that a little bit more. So the outfits are laid out with the shoes, the jewelry, everything's laid out, picture taken. So we just go on our phone and we're like, okay, what am I going to wear tonight? And that's not necessarily for press or anything like that. Yeah, that's just, just like, to have your I think it's together. just good to, for business trips, for anything, just to get your, you save time and, and you know how many, how much time you're there. And then 
if there's an issue and something happens, you could always buy a pair of shoes or a shirt. Yeah. And we end up shopping a little bit too. And then we end up coming back with more stuff. So. Well, I do say, I, you know, yeah, prior to setting the outfits out, the look, different looks out, I normally would say, okay, I'm going to bring a black jean, a blue jean, and maybe a white jean, and then shorts kind of similar. And then a couple, a few dresses, uh, tops and then figure it out when I'm there. And then I realize, oh, wait, I don't have anything to go with this top or these jeans like are baggy. So I needed a more fitted top and I didn't bring that. So it kind of I end up stressing out when I'm on the trip. This was when you're on the trip. Nothing. There's nothing to be thought out. Everything is there. All the looks are put together. So yeah. I do love that. And some of the hotels it, were different. Some had we got lucky and had a huge closet and then some were Little, little tiny and we um but out. we get along pretty well we don't really fight for hangers no and, and we, they, make it, we make it work yeah we always make it work and i i sometimes like i try to double up my stuff but i there is an art to packing and traveling and we're learning but the packing i thought i was good at packing until we just went on this trip yeah hey so if you let, let's start off what was your what was your favorite place to visit Quick, rapid fire. Uh, Capri. Really? Wait, I don't know. Monte Carlo was, oh, I can't. Don't make me pick. I can't. Paris, Eiffel Tower. I mean, they're all, I don't want to play this game. We're already in it. We're playing. I don't want to. What was your favorite place? (laughs) I asked the question. I I don't want to make any of the cities or countries be upset. Every place we went had the most. It was all unique. They were all so had their unique show. to their that area, and I mean, how do you pick? Yeah, you don't. You just have to. No. I wish I traveled more internationally as a kid. I think, I think that's my Achilles' heel when it comes to crossword puzzles is not having um, traveled well. Well, I also feel like would you have appreciated it as much then as you do now? Probably not. I, I think from when you're in when I was in college and you're studying Western civilization, mm. whatever it is, or or anything, the fact that you are learning things through a book or through videos, I think just like learning a language, you learn a language much more quickly when you visit the country as opposed to. I know I lived in Korea for three months and I was pretty good. I was, I had gotten really good at the language. I took four semesters of college Spanish at the university of Connecticut and um, my vocabulary is limited to like five five words. Yeah. When Hola, me llamo Mark Emilio, mucho gusto. <laughs> well, when you're in a country that you like, you're dependent on, you know, they not everybody knew English. So you have to figure it out and everyone around you speaks it. So it's kind of like you, you really push yourself. And I realize that, like how much you push yourself to learn when you're in those situations. Whereas when you're in a classroom and it's one class a couple times a week, you're not going to. It's not the same, but you should probably, you know, a trip to Spain. Didn't you go to Spain? Yes. Was that helpful with what you knew? Oh, well, sorry. I was kind of, I, I think even unless you're very, for me, unless I'm really good at something, I was still kind of gun shy, timid, embarrassed, all that. Yeah. Which place would you visit? This is kind of the same question, but what, what would you visit again and why? Um, 
I would visit Paris again. I don't think we had enough time there. Um, so I would definitely do Paris again. And also it was raining pretty much the whole time we were there, off and on. Um, Where do you think I want to visit again? Monte Carlo. Yes, yeah. 100%. It was beautiful there. It was, uh, it was, I felt like we kind of saw everything there. Yeah, the only issue is because of COVID, they were super strict with COVID and the casino. I wanted to do from the old James Bond movies, wear a tuxedo and go to the casino and, and order a martini and um, pretend I'm a spy. And it, because of COVID, you couldn't, the casino you couldn't was all- You pretend you were a spy. Yes, I could not. And <laughs> the casino was there, when you play blackjack, you, normally you have other people at the table, but everything, you were with me. But there were, we were kind of in these little plastic barriers. And, yeah, that and, you couldn't talk And you had to person. wear your mask outside and they were no joke telling you to put your mask yeah. on if your master there they people, didn't tell us but we heard yeah people right behind us got yelled at yep about their mask because they should i yeah. mean it's a small place so if they get you know if things get bad there it's like their whole economy is yeah it's a big it goes t- like that a lot of tourism's yeah. there um what about food tell me favorites okay um hold on i have to look up the name of it and i'll talk while i look it up but it was hands down one of the best ex- food experiences I've ever had. It was literally an experience. So the food was amazing. It was in Naples and um it was just the the food but it was so obviously pizza. I know what that is. The pizza was amazing. But they did this thing, okay? They put out this like parchment paper and then they put sauce on it and then uh, salt and pepper, oil. And then they put a piece of fluffy dough that was the same size of it on top of it with, uh, oh, no, prior to the dough, they put basil and then the dough. And then you just tear the dough apart and you dip it into the stuff that was on the paper. It was just interesting. Cooked dough, kind of like, a, like a, a pizza frite or, uh, or what do you guys call it? in, in Bene. In Louisiana? Bang. But not sweet. So we got the recommendation from um, a friend that we work with, Kate, whose boyfriend owns a restaurant in New York. And he said, you have to go to this place. And Do you want to attempt how to say this? Oh, let me do it in my my Italian accent. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this is easy. Yeah, let's hear it. Concentina Santi. (laughs) There you go. Thank you. Thank you. So I am from, um, my family's from Naples and we still don't know which grandparents. So I, the, the story is that one grandparent was from Naples and the other grandparent was from Bari. And on the other side, same thing. That was my mother's side. And on my father's side, same thing. One was from Naples, one was from Bari, and nobody seems to know which is which. And I didn't ask the question when my grandparents were alive. So, um, here, that's because it has a tre in the middle. Oh, yeah. Cancetina Tresanti. Tresanti. Yeah. And the um, chef was absolutely. He was so much fun. And it's his name is Chiero. C-I-R-O. Chiro. Yeah, that's Chiro. a popular name there, they yes. say. And he just, so he's young. C-I-R-O, right? His dad worked there. It was a super family atmosphere. 
in the middle of, of Naples and there were so many people there. And then he just put on a show and treated us so, so There was well. one thing they put it on, like you make a fist and you put it on your, you put, he put, they with a spoon put food on our hand and then we cheersed with our hand and then you ate the food off your hand. Like it was so odd and Charlie was not digging that at all. But, it was caviar. And but there was well, they did it twice. But yeah, that was caviar, and that was rough. Uh, I was not digging it as well. But there was, um, I mean, I I took pictures of everything. I have so much posting to do. Yikes! But um, it was just so good and so fun. The flavors were just like, and I will say, Charlie, who tends to she doesn't like to try a lot of new foods. I was so proud of her because she really stretched on this trip. That was a lot of different foods, but she was trying all the different things. Not all of them, but most of them uh, at all the places we went. So that was. I thought it was pretty cool that most of the most of the time, I don't think kids that are our children's ages enjoy going on vacation with their parents. So to get our kids to come with us <laughs> and it actually was what, I mean, there was very little, there wasn't any drama. Everybody, the only thing I was just a little bit was like, dude, get off your phones because there's like incredible sights all around or when we're driving. I just love the history and, and being in just seeing the, the different churches and the different architecture and oh, all the those things. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty cool. But, but, the, but I will say the difference between them and us, because they were on their phones, they consistently posted their, what was happening yes. while we were there. And meanwhile, mine's in my memory. Yeah. Right. And on my camera roll, yes. which I'll probably never post because I'm so far behind as yes. we know. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Who seemed to appreciate the trip the most? Chase. Chase Hudson. <laughs> Not, well, he, I think we all appreciated it, but he was no, like, he would ask a lot of questions. Like we were on these little different tours and um, our kids weren't asking a lot of questions. And you knew we too. Well, there's a lot of like distractedness going on for you and Dixie and Charlie. You guys are like the tours over here and you guys were over there and like, um, and, and Chase would ask questions and I'm like, Ooh, good question. Yeah. What was that? And then they would tell us all the things, but, um, he, yeah, he, it was great. It was great. It was fun. All the kids have fun and it was nice to see everyone 
besides when they were done with all their work because they all were there for work at one point or another and uh just to have fun and be together and not have a schedule or a calendar event to tend to and work so it was just we got to be and we haven't really done that and we've never done it in europe um so that was really really special and I think we're also appreciative to have had that time all together and to to see all the things we saw and go to all the places we went to and and I'm currently hungry right now at this moment and thinking about this food is just like oh I want to go back. Yeah, I think that the Italian food was more probably cuz I'm Italian was more um Similar to what we eat all the time, a lot of buffalo mozzarella, <laughs> yeah. lot of what pastas. Was that what was that? Shaved meat? It was like a prosciutto. Prosciutto. Every meal, I feel like, had that. Yeah. Even in even in France. Yeah, and, but yeah, you're right. But in France, I think they tested our palate a little bit with the foie gras. Foie oh, gras. that's big over there. Yeah, yeah I didn't have that. Yeah, I had a lot of that. Chase had it too. Chase had it before he knew what it was. He was like, oh, this is so good. I I, I was like, should I? I'm just going to let him eat it. And so he ate it. I was like, Do you, just so you know, I wanted to tell you what that was. And I told him, he was like, that's gross. Yeah, it was. Uh, but it was cool. I, I would totally recommend to young people to travel and... I used to, I remember when kids were in college and they would take a semester. I didn't necessarily have the means to to do it, even though people say they backpack and do it on low budget. I, I couldn't do it. But, and then when I graduated college, I remember being in a rush to get back to work, to work, to start a job. And mm-hmm. now I'm just like, what a mistake. I should have just traveled. I thought that at the time, I thought that was like, oh, and- these people are, are putting their lives on hold to go backpack around Europe. I, but I, I've always heard about I heard that um, people backpacking around Europe and I, I really didn't understand what that meant. And f- recently we met someone who did that, like someone that I could ask, ask the question and they wouldn't think I was crazy. But I was like, so do you just like literally have a backpack and wander around? They're like, well, because they stay in the um, like the Novotels or uh, hostels. Uh, hostels and so it's inexpensive and that's what it's for. And you kind of figure it out and it's not it's very low budget and you just kind of get into the culture in wherever you are and yeah what a great thing for whoever can do that and you know I think you grow up a lot when you do that too yeah so any couple other questions so where have you been while we're talking about travel and then we'll wrap up travel where have you been what's your favorite place to go in the U.S. Besides home in yeah. Louisiana, so t- I would take I would take New York and Louisiana out of the out of the okay. equation. Oh, you get on the spot with these things. Um, well, you go first, and let me think a little bit more. I liked the north. I liked the Northwest. I love I loved Seattle. I thought it had a, oh, a really cool been. vibe to it. Um, Northern California was cool i'm trying to think of some place you know what's cool is some of these small cities oh nashville yes i did like nashville Nashville and i did like raleigh north carolina i like i like cities that have their own culture that kind of 
um, New Orleans, which is mm-hmm. different than from where you're from in Louisiana, but that has their own culture, obviously. Nashville was really cool with I the music Nashville. scene and and the Country Music Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh, and we did do that. I we did. We went on. We did go to a museum. I'm very we proud did. of us. Where it's a hard question because you've never been there, but where do you think, knowing what you know from either movies or videos or anything, where would you like to travel? One place that's really well well known, then one place that's kind of exotic. Go. <sighs> okay. Um. You're not good at rapid fire. No, I'm. T- have you not seen me on Family Feud? I'm terrible. Okay, wait. I have a few. Um, Bali. Right. I would like to go there. I would love to go to Australia. Just Sydney. I think it would be cool. Um, That's a long flight. Yeah, I've heard. Um, I've been to Korea. I would love to go to Tokyo. I heard that's very cool there. Chase is pushed. Chase Hudson, who's oh, my, yeah, the, my best friend, <laughs> is pushing for a uh, Japan trip, Tokyo. Yeah. So spring um, 2022. <laughs> Shout out. Did I cover all, did I answer all your questions? They came so fast. I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah, you did. I think it's. I, I also do. This is what I, I have a regret as a parent. Okay. Um, I would have wished by this point we would have seen. What is it? The Seven Wonders of the World? Yeah. I think we should have done that. Really? Yeah. Um, wait, so also I want, because people often say like that I could, I could totally see this going down the road of people going, oh, they're going to talk about all these exotic traveling they've done. I will say that some of the best trips that we've been on have been jumping in the car and going to some some driving somewhere in the United States that isn't something that everybody would, would, would think, Oh my God, that's the, some of those trips. Like a non-destination. Had. Yeah. Like even, you remember when we went to, um, when we, okay. So we drove down to Louisiana one year for Christmas and, uh, we, we went, we, we didn't make a, like a road trip out of it where we stopped a whole bunch to go there. But on the way back, we stopped from Louisiana back to Connecticut. We did a couple days in New Orleans. We went to Atlanta, had so much fun there. We went to Raleigh, North Carolina. Wait, there was something else. Nashville was a different trip, but like all those little stops and we went all around. We went to see, um, university of, uh, where did we go? We, we went, went to, to uh, did we go to North was, Carolina? Yeah, UNC, yeah. UNC, Chapel UNC Hill, and US. No, wait. Where did and um, I think we went to where does Ann, where did Anne graduate? Uh, North Carolina State. North Carolina State. So that was cool to see that. Yeah, because I think well, I, my point is is that I just think, there's so much right here, where, right where we live, right in this country. Yeah, like, go out, take a drive. Yeah, and there's if you're into Cracker Barrel, which I am. <gasps> Oh, They're everywhere. Yeah. Cracker Barrel. Dude, those lemonades. Oh, get you every time. The biscuits. <laughs> Stop. I'm so hungry right now. I don't get Paris because it's like, these people just eat blocks of cheese and bread. I know. And they're all pretty. The amount of bread. They're, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't... Like, they're not tired and lethargic after they eat. They're, like, up, they're hopping around, they're doing their thing. I'm like, what? If I ate a friggin' two baguettes and a bundle of cheese, I would have But even when I was eating 
every like they were just throwing stuff at me and I was just <laughs> I wasn't coming up for air but afterwards I just didn't feel like you feel here right I know it was the sh- all of us said that same thing like we would eat this big meal and then after we're like okay like I didn't feel overstuffed bloated I need a nap you think like, it's the sugar I don't know the enriched flour and then on top of that on top of you finish this meal you feel really good and then we were walking around because there was you know walking cities so we're like walking all around and, and they're not afraid to throw a little champagne or wine in any your time of the day any time of the day just keeps they just keep I feel like it wasn't as strong as it is here though like, like the alcohol. Yeah. Did you feel that? I mean, we didn't yeah. drink that much, but like. Well, when we were in um, Paris. Paris, someone after Dixie's, one of those events we did, they we did, someone handed us shots and they were a teeny, teeny, teeny. It's like, yeah, it was, they, they're smart. We're yeah. like, they do shots here and it's. Like, and that was like it. It's not like they did a bunch of them yeah, throughout the yeah. night. It was like. No Jägermeister. No. No, no, no nothing. None of, none of that stuff. No Goldschlager, oh, Jägermeister. No, oh, <laughs> just a little bit of chilled vodka. Yeah. Yum, yum. <laughs> just a sip, a little nib. What else do we have going on? So, um, Dixie released her new song. <gasps> Real Thing. I love that song. I was like, um, when it came out in the show, and then, well, it came out with Social Tourist, came out when the fashion show, which was cool. And then it, again, in the Hulu show. And it was funny because people were like, where is that song? Like, where do I, how do I, and it just, it was never released. Yeah. So it's kind of an interesting way. It's like kind of out there, but then there was a, an official release date and all of that. And I loved all the visuals that went with that. And she just did this like pop-up photo shoot in her apartment with the, it was, and it came out so cool. And uh, people are enjoying it. Yeah, people, the- pe- people are messaging. It's so funny. Like this song is, I can't stop singing this song. I play it on repeat. So the music cool. business is hard. And I don't think, I, th- I don't think we, we didn't shelve the song at all. I think it was just Dixie's been in the studio and she's coming out with so much good music that we just were looking at, at other things. And then it ended up being in the social tourist, um, was it in like a, a it was video? in the fashion show the fashion show mm-hmm. and then it ended up so when the show came out it it was in the show and like you said it was and i think someone in the record companies said it was they can track it through google and it was it was it searched was well. a lot oh, really? on google so that's why they decided oh i didn't know that to, that's cool to release it and um, so now it's on Go Stream, The Real Thing by Dixie on all your streaming services. Yes, not Dixie D'Amelio because music. Music, she just goes she by She dropped Dixie. her last name. So sad. No. Yeah, I just go by Mark in my music <laughs> for my music. Oh. How's your music coming? I don't. I listen to music <laughs> by people with other names besides mine. Would you release music? Never. I am. I wish I could sing, but you know, a lot it's of just people have done thing. it. Um, no, Yoko Ono, for example. What she and no one, no, we just I we lost all the thirteen year olds on this show. 
Um, yeah, she was uh, John Lennon's well, wife. I know and, who she is. What is. She was known for just screaming in the microphone. So, oh, and I think she had a couple of hit records, right? Yeah. Nods from the producers. Yes, we got that. <laughs> um, no, I will not be. I love to listen to music. I love to dance to music. I will sing in the car by myself. Dixie's got some fire coming out. I know. Oh, I can't wait. We heard a song last night. It's good. Yeah. But we're not going to give out any details because, but she's getting, she's really finding her own and, and writing, going into the studio, um, just showing her range as a singer. A lot of her songs, I want to hear her sing more, which sounds weird. And she's definitely been doing that. I wonder, like, I know for artists, like they've, from the time they write a song or acquire a song and record it to the time they are, let's say, playing it on tour, they've sung it so much, yeah. heard it so much, they must get like, oh, I still have to do this song. You know what I mean? Like, even imagine artists who've been doing this for years and years and years. Everybody wants to see those, hear those original hits that throw them back to that time. And they must be... <laughs> Yeah, like, I've said I before. What if they I, love it or hate it? I don't think Frank Sinatra wanted wanted to sing "My Way." He didn't, he didn't and that was like his anthem. Aside from New York, New York, it was his anthem. And he didn't sure. like singing it. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But like, I don't think Dixie likes some of her earlier earlier songs already, and I hope, but but the but the fans and the crowds are going to kind of tell her what by what she what they want to hear Mm -hmm. and hopefully she'll. I think, you know, as an artist for, I'm sure for a lot of people, they, when you have growth and you've, and sometimes it's so on, um, that a song for an artist is so much of a part of that time in their life. And then when you move beyond it, it's like, not that it's a bad or a good time or whatever. It's just, you're in a different chapter now. And so you like want to keep going and yeah. going forward. And that must feel a little bit like, I don't want to go back. I want to go forward. I wanna, I'm excited for the new stuff. But I'm sure at the same time, they must understand that the people who love them and listen to their music, like that's their connection. And they want to, you know, I'm sure kind of go down memory lane. I'm and, sure all art. A lot of artists feel that way, whether they're painters that get, find their groove and mm. look at their er- earlier work, you know, or clothing designers and things could fall out of trend. And, oh, my God, I can't believe I designed that that long ago. Yeah. Um, like, what was I thinking? <laughs> so you never were a singer as a kid? No. Where do you I think? Was in sc- I, I mean, we had like school plays and stuff, but I was just one of. I don't think I've ever heard you. I, I've never <laughs> heard you sing. I was, my mom was a great singer and I was. Uh, and I could say this with the utmost confidence. I was an incredible oh, singer. Get it. Then I, um, my voice changed during mm. a certain time in my life. And that was really tough for me. Cause I used to be able to hit really high, high notes. Aww. And now I talk a little deeper. You know what, Max, my brother-in-law who sings, uh, and he's an amazing singer and musician. He said, everybody can sing. Because he taught me, well, I learned how to play the guitar and then we would play together, he and I, when I was in Louisiana. And he would like, well, sing it with me. And I'm like, I can't sing. He was like, every person can sing. You just have to, you just have to like practice and you teach You really yourself. don't sing. Like even when I'm a terrible singer now and I will 
blare out songs like but you're not I'm Mariah Carey but you're not that terrible should I have should I do some lessons and get yes. get a better control of my instrument I think when you learn I think breathing has a lot to do with it okay if anyone wants a really severe case of not knowing how to sing hit me up teach me how to sing let's see if I can go from not, not being able to sing to singing follow me on my new YouTube channel you'll see it there wow I wonder if you could <gasps> what if I can sing and I just didn't know let's do a YouTube video on that Ooh, that's terrifying get you in the studio <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to I would never release music I, that just that whole business is too intense for me could I, it, would I like to like be in my car and actually sound decent? Sure. That's about as far as I'll go. What is scarier to you? Um, singing or acting? Oh God, that's, um... I think I'm much better at things than I actually am. Yes. Do you notice that about me? Yes. You, you think you can literally do anything, anything. It's not confidence. It's, I'm delusional. delusional. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're, let's just keep it real. hundred percent. There's just things like, I remember, wait, didn't you, doesn't my, your friend Mike do this messy. He's like, uh, I could, if I like came across a bear, I could like get like defend myself and get yeah. walk away. Fine. I'm yeah. like, no, that's not, was, I, I, I'm I don't know that he can beat a koala bear. <laughs> I think that. Hey, I think they're more dangerous than you I'm think. scared of like small things. Like, <laughs> like, remember when there was raccoons in our garbage oh, can? Yeah. And you went to open it and it jumped out and you almost. I just lift. Yeah. We're on, on the side of our old house. I heard you dark, scream like a little and girl. And I lifted up and I just saw like two, two eyes. eyes <laughs> like, and I was like, put that down. And I ran. <laughs> Then we were trapped in our house. They were all in the back deck. And remember we were videoing them? There was like a whole family. I, when How I was younger, we... a bird was in my basement. Do you know what it's like to get a bird in your base, <laughs> try terrified. to get it out as they're friggin' flying over your head. I'm terrified of birds. Remember when we had a squirrel? Okay. You know how you have events? We, in our old house, old, old house, our first house we ever bought, uh, it was built in 1883. And the basement was where the washer and dryer was. And so the, vents that it's vents outside a squirrel came into the vent into the dryer i remember that i opened the dryer i well we heard something oh wait hold on let's tell this story oh, it was God. the middle of the night so we hear there's ruckus happening and i was like mark what is that? So we're quiet because it's like it, it, we hear a ruckus and then it stops. And so we're standing at our bedroom door, like looking down the stairs to see. We had it's, the house was tiny to see like what's happening. Nothing. We don't see anything. We just keep hearing it. So I'm like, what do you say? Go see what it is. I am not going down there by myself. Are you kidding me? So I made you come with me. Anyway, we found out it was a squirrel 
and he just lived down there. We left the dryer open. We left the thing open, and hopefully he got out. He was gone. Didn't at some he point. eat through like the dryer vent? He, no, he ate. Yeah, he to come in. Yes, but he to come out because it was a uh, this basement. It wasn't like cinder block. It was actual stone, and so the top of the stone where the house started, there was yeah. some opening they found. It was not well insulated. But we didn't. House. I didn't do laundry for like two weeks. I'm like, I'm not going down there. Absolutely not. Wow. And then we had a bat. And remember when we had the bat? Oh, yeah. In, uh, and we never was, found it. In our last house. So it, same, like it was a finished attic. And the, uh, the kids were up there and the bat flew. And we, and oh, wait, we called the guy. And you know what his name is? His company's name? What? Batman. He comes in like. In a costume? No. But he, well, no, in some sort of like protective costume. But uh he couldn't find it, but he said, I guess he got out of the vent or whatever. But. Wow. All wow, right. So I this podcast was all Whoa, over the no, road. We went we from Europe to the United there? States to Dixie to behind the walls of how did, in our dryer I really vent. don't even know how we got there. We're talking about singing. Yeah. I don't know. Well, here we are now. It's good. To, it's good to be back in the studio. <laughs> um, I'm, I like doing these podcasts, even though. Um, you and I had spoken, I, I ended up staying on the East coast for a little bit. I had some business. So you and I, I was actually, I was away for how many days? Oh, uh, we over two weeks. Oh yeah. Like maybe three weeks, 18 days, or 18 something? days. That's two, it's oh, not, 19 yeah, that's days. two weeks and some change. So, well, I'm glad to be back. Good to see glad you. Even though I saw you for the first time. Did I get home last night? Mm-mm. Night before? Yeah. Just the days Wait. are just coming together. Um, all right. So recapped it. We did. We traveled to Europe. We talked about not having to travel to Europe, but just having to travel and seeing even some if cool it's, things. Even if it's your own state. Going to all the museums you can. Sometimes when you live in a place, like I lived in New York City and because I lived there, I never did. All, I had, It wasn't until I had family come in town. We went to the Empire State Building, you know, Statue of Liberty. You don't do those things, even where you live, because... Ooh, good it's one. fun. Museums, things Museums. like that. Museums. Travel outside of where you live, but also get to know where you live. Yep. You know what I found interesting about people whenever we traveled? People that were with us, whether it was like a tour guide or security is, well, not the tour guide. I'll take that out. Just other people and people that like the kids we're working with that were we were talking with. They are very, very much aware of the history of where they live. And I think that's so cool. Like they really love where they are and are happy to share like the history of where, of, of where they are. And I noticed that all in all the places we went to, which was very cool. Yeah, I agree. And then we talked about Dixie's new song. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Real, Real thing. thing. Go stream. Stream that. And there's a lyric video that has like highlights of all kinds of stuff, uh, videos to that on her YouTube channel. Great. And then be careful to um, watch your dryer vents, boys yeah. and girls. Make mm-hmm. sure squirrels don't get in there. Mm-hmm. Squirrels. And if you and do, if you hear something downstairs, <laughs> don't um, don't send your wife down. Don't send to your figure wife out because what, what happens is twenty years later you're on a podcast and she calls you out in front of I everybody. Can't, you literally wanted me to go down by myself and check it out. I think you got a bat and then you went down. Yes, a baseball. Bat. A baseball bat. Yes. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Mark. You can follow me at Mark D'Amelio on all my socials. And follow me at Heidi D'Amelio. And thanks for listening.
Bye. Bye. Mark and Heidi, the other Demilios, comes to you from Ramble, a Cadence 13 studio. You can listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.